0: Evening and welcome to Horror. I'm Lee.
1: I'm Chris. I'm Adam. I'm Jennifer. Uh,
0: And we are here because we've subjected Chris to his most unpleasant movie today. Um, So we'll see how we found that. Uh, We're covering the Texas Chainsaw Massacre this evening.
1: Um, I won't give anything away just yet.
0: No. No, good. As tempting as it is. (laughs) So uh, before we get rolling with that. Chris,
1: have you checked anything out in the last week? Yes, I watched another documentary on Shudder. Ooh. And it was uh, one of their originals, which I don't know if the other one was. Um, but anyway, this, this definitely was. It says, Shudder original. Uh, acclaimed filmmaker Rodney Asher explores the pop culture that left dark impressions on us as children. Which I thought... Yeah, you know, oh, that sounds interesting and that is something that was covered um I think by a previous guest. Yes, it
0: yes believe? it was. Yes, when we had Adam on because he did an ask. That's right. Welcome to yes. horror question and yeah. We had Remember we did
1: talk about horror. children's um or yeah, things like have children's programs got less scary more about social commentary. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Um and yeah, it was I thought they did a really good job at this. It did suck me in. You know, it's a documentary. Documentaries are way better than they used to be. But still, it was very compelling. Um, And, yeah, it was all about dolls. Uh, So it showed the kind of, uh, is it the Victorian style? Ceramic?
2: Yeah, China dolls. um,
1: China dolls, yeah. Yeah. uh, Or porcelain. And then also ventriloquist dolls. Um, And, yeah, it talks a lot about that. And... Uh, you know the uncanny valley um and it showed a few clips of that film that we watched was that an anthology was it a three Um, one dead of night was it yeah The yeah that was good and and it was mostly all about a film called magic which has anthony hopkins in which is all about Mm. ventriloquist it looked good um but yeah i yeah i thought they did a really good job um they sort of touched on some philosophy. I, I won't give too much away, but it was fairly short. It's twenty-seven minutes. Um, cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So I hope it's they do football. more. What was that called, Tommy Chris? It's called Primal Screen. Yeah, I hadn't actually said the name. Cool. But yeah.
0: Excellent. I'll check that out. Um, yeah. Adam, have you watched anything this week? I know you've had a busy
3: week. Uh, yeah, but I've managed. I've managed to watch a few things. I've. Um, uh, uh, been rewatching a bit of Wellington Paranormal. Mm. Um, but, and, um, in, uh, got managed to get hold of the second series. So I'm sort of working my way towards. So I'm re watching the first and, uh, moving on to the second.
4: Okay. Um,
3: I saw. I managed to find it. I think it was on Shudder, maybe. It was on something. Um, Split Second with Rutger Hauer, hmm. which. <laughs> which I urge people to watch, but in the sense that, did you know that Garth Marenghi once got Rutger Hauer to make a film? (laughs) (laughs) Right, That is is not something I ever expected to mm hear said. It is, it's just, it's ridiculous. And as the film went on, I kind of got the impression that Rutger Hauer knows it's ridiculous. (laughs) Okay. But at the start, he plays it dead straight, but Mm -hmm. it's proper... He's a maverick cop, <laughs> and but no, but he's but bizarrely, he's a maverick cop in a future London that's uh, in like two foot of water, because the uh, the Thames is overrun with global warming. It's set, but by the way, this was made in about 1991, just okay. to give you that. So yeah, so Drowns London. Um, and he's hunting a serial killer that might actually be actually possibly the devil. Mm-hmm. And like, So it's kind of a sci-fi film, but rather than have a sci-fi explanation, it has a supernatural possibly explanation because that's not quite clear. Um, Rutger Hauer's character, literally a lot, will light his cigarette with a fucking... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not a flamethrower, but... A lot of blam- Yeah. So he's lighting his fact That that gives you an idea of the sort <laughs> of Rick Dagler-style rogue <laughs> conflict he is. Um, But because it's set in London, everyone else in it is English, including, like, his boss is just Alan Armstrong. So it's just him being northern at him going, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you can't go around like this. And it's really bizarre because it's kind of, you know, It's an American cop theme, but done with lots of English people saying it, which almost Alien Three is, you know, ish. Mm -hmm. But I I urge someone to watch it. Do not go in without with any expectation of doing anything but Mm -hmm. laughing. Um, At one point, this was a very Garth Marenghi moment. At one point, the beast that is going around killing people. Who they've got listed as a serial killer, but actually it's some beast. Uh, nicks a shotgun off a copper and is using the shotgun, and but all you can see is his big clawed hands holding a shotgun, <laughs> and like people and Rutger ducking behind a sofa, so you don't actually see the monster until right near the end. Um, Kim Catrall is in it, which is just Not fucking a monster. I hope <laughs> no, no, she's like again, it's the usual story. His partner got murdered, so that's why he doesn't want another partner, but his partner got murdered by the Beast. Kim Cattrall is the partner's wife, but they were having an affair.
4: And then he split
3: up with her after the, because of the guilt of when his partner got killed by the Beast. So, you, again, you kind of see the Garth Marenghi elements to it. It's, I, I'd imagine if I'd have watched it at the time, I would have thought it was fucking amazing. And just thought it genuinely thought it was brilliant. Um, Now I can watch it with um, amused distraction. So yes, Mm -hmm. Um, I recommend it, but not in the what I think was the filmmaker's intent.
0: What was it called again? Sorry,
3: Split Second. second. Not for everyone covered it, and I'll be fair; they covered it, and I thought that sounds ridiculous. Yeah. They did. I don't think they really. They, I don't think they made it that clear. To be it's, it's fucking absurd. It's a perfect not for everyone. It's definitely not for everyone. Uh, it is a not for everyone movie, definitely, because it's just like, oh, we've got everything in here. <laughs> it's like someone. It's like someone got a bot to write by getting it yeah. to read all the scripts made between like. 1989 and 1994 <laughs> and, and said right write a film from this and it's like okay gotcha a cult thriller rogue cop serial murderer f- uh, future dystopia uh rain you know it was yeah all in there <laughs> nice
4: it
3: sounds
0: like something i need to see unfortunately
3: yeah. seriously get have, have a couple of drinks and watch it. it's fucking it'll be magical um also watched uh, The Dead Don't Die, the Jim Jarmusch zombie film. What did you make of it? Okay. I wasn't really that taken with it, I'll be honest. I was sort of... It was all right, but somehow describing it makes it sound better than it actually was watching it.
0: Yes. I, see, I really enjoyed it until... Well, no, I, I won't say I really enjoyed it. I found it entertaining until the <laughs> end. I didn't like it becoming too
3: self-referential. Um, yeah, because oh. I don't think that went anywhere. No. So, something like how they do it in rubber yeah. would have been, you know, I would have embraced it, for, but the fact it's just in there and left is like, is that really... You know, if if Filthy Rich and Catflap do it better, <laughs> you know, it's sort of like... Yeah.
0: It does tell you something. Um, a fantastic yeah. cast, though. Like, I was taken with the cast, and everybody performed outstandingly
3: in it Every, everyone's brilliant in it and i think it was ju- there's just something there was just something not quite hidden for me i don't know what it was mm. i just think it's it's weird because i mean i i really love uh jim jarmusch um and i found it and I, you know i i found it entertaining for the time it was on uh, but there's there's a part of me that thinks i'd probably enjoy it more if i watched it again but there's another part of me that's like i probably won't watch that again
0: Oh, it's funny, I had exactly the same takeaway. I thought, if, if I watch it again and I know what to expect, I'll enjoy it more, but I don't think there was enough in it, apart from Tilda Swinton, who was just... Tilda
3: Swinton's brilliant in it. Yeah, absolutely um,
0: hilarious.
3: The, the, the biggest laugh that it got from Claire was Adam Driver in a uh, convertible smart car. <laughs> because that is an image. You know? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but I sort of... I, like I say, I thought it was okay... Uh, But, um, yeah, I think you get, like you say, with that sort of a cast, Jim Darmus directing and everything. Although I do think also it was like that when that was announced, that was coming out, it was a bit of a weird one because it was like zombie comedies really done, if, you know, if at all. So it's like zombies are done, zombie comedies are really done. So yeah. yeah, I agree. Um Jennifer, have we watched
4: anything
3: Ooh. that you would like to oh sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt. There was one other thing I did. I have oh, watched the first episode of Lovecraft Lovecraft Country. Yeah. And yeah, definitely watch it. It looks like they're sort of they've definitely changed stuff from the book, but there's the heart of the book is still there, definitely. Like the important side of things, they've just change some characters around which i'll be interested to see how that plays out against the book Hmm. but yeah genuinely genuinely i thought the first episode was really good and hbo have made the first episode available on youtube free
0: oh Oh, nice
3: so just so you can get flavor of it which i think is a that's just a genius idea in in it in and of (laughs) itself yeah so you know um, but yeah, um, so yeah, check it out and check it out because it is, yeah, like well, I say, it's free. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. So
0: that is good when they do it. I say um, YouTube themselves, actually, with YouTube Red, they did that when uh, the Cobra Kai season, the third mm. one came out. They put the first three episodes of 10 up for free so that you watch the first three. And then they were like, now you've got to pay a subscription for the month. And I was like, you. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to pay it. Mm. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, i know so. what they're
1: doing these
3: marketing mm. yeah i'm not is. sure about the name though youtube red sounds a bit
0: yeah I kept, for the i kept calling it red tube and it, it's not yeah that.
3: it's not no. yeah hbo have not put lovecraft country up free on red tube <laughs> just <saying> that now <laughs> you not red. YouTube. there's a lot of tentacles on there i'm guessing I don't, I don't know i don't But um there's there's some there's some technical action definitely. <laughs> Um, the
0: right one <clears throat> <laughs> to Jennifer. Mm. Anything you'd like to discuss that we've watched?
2: Um, we finished Zomboat, which was yeah, you mm. know, easygoing but kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I think we said last time, didn't we? You know, if it gets perhaps yeah, zombies more into the mainstream and gets people thinking, oh, I might like horror without them realizing it's horror, then that's a good thing. Um, and then we went on to watch *Crazy Head*, which again similar. Um, episodes it's on netflix now i think you said it came on i think it was
0: on channel four when it was first released mm. in 2016 yeah. um, and i watched it then yeah but yeah the, the main girl from zombo is also the main girl in crazy head which is why mm. i said to jennifer
3: oh we should check this out yeah, yeah good. I, remember you, I remember you talking about crazy head but i can't remember what it was
2: no, and I think the name doesn't help because you don't associate it. I find that with films. If the name of it doesn't associate the film with me, the amount of times Lee's like, well, it's that film that we watched. And I'm like, oh, um, but yeah, so crazy head doesn't really make any sense, except she's no. crazy, except she's not really crazy. She just sees demons. Um, mm-hmm. And then, then she meets another one. Well, the demons
1: girl. are real then? In this.
2: Yes, yeah, the demons mm. are real. Um, and only certain people can see them. So mm. another girl then starts thinking she's crazy, but she can see the demons, they get together, um, and yeah, I mean it's quite uh, you know amusing, interesting, uh, only six episodes, which is always a shame with anything British, but yeah,
0: yeah, it's good. Uh, longer episodes as well. and um, mm. the other thing it's, uh, so, that, so it's the girl from Zomboat, and the other girl is the girl who wants to be the first female cop in Year of the Rabbit.
3: Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: Um so I knew I recognised her and it took me a little while in watching you the rabbit to work out where from. But yeah, so she's in crazy head as well. Um yeah,
2: very good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so very much a comedy kind of possibly more aimed at teens. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, probably. Teens and slightly older perhaps. But yeah, not not particularly silly or overly romantic or any of that nonsense. It was yeah, good fun, straight to the point. Yeah, good and fun. Kill some demons, yeah. It's
0: good. Um, and we have been, a, a non-horror related almost, uh, I've finally discovered after cutting it down for the last 20 years, um, that I was wrong the whole time, uh, and um, Midsummer Murders is amazing. <laughs> um,
2: I've turned him. <laughs> so since lockdown
0: has started, I've watched the first six seasons of uh, Midsummer Murders, um, and we saw one the other day with Anna Blackman, um, and Jennifer said, oh... I was just looking her up on IMDb. She was in a horror film uh, and Jennifer mm-hmm. had never seen to the devil a daughter. So uh...
2: but I had read the book, but I hadn't seen the film. <laughs> oh, so,
0: okay.
2: Uh, yeah, we watched that. That was good. It was nothing like the book at all.
0: Yeah, and it always is with Dennis Wheatley. It's also the film that killed Hammer Studios. So um,
2: yeah, I mean, it yeah. wasn't as good as some of the other ones, definitely, but it was yeah
0: watchable. I really like it. I mean, it gets a lot of shit from people, but I I I genuinely think it's a good film.
2: Yeah, it's just a bit complicated, and then wasn't, and then yeah, I don't think the story was particularly good, perhaps because they did just change it from the book and mm. cut it down and mixed it up a bit. Um, Whereas, you know, The Devil Rides Out is brilliant. Oh, yeah. That works very well. So, yeah, precisely. But, yeah,
3: definitely watchable. Great film. Speaking Mm. of uh, books, uh, this was just something that came up and I thought I'd ask everyone. Has anyone read the actual sequel to 101 Dalmatians? What?
2: 102
3: Dalmatians? (laughs) No, that's the sequel. (laughs) Ah... But the original, the original book that it's based on, 101 Dalmatians, there is a sequel to it where... And I'm not making this shit up. Hmm. There's a sequel to it where everyone on Earth falls asleep and then the dogs form their own government because they... Yeah, they discover that... Are you sure this is not on farm, Adam? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, they discover that's... that they're telepathic Right, and fly. I
2: think you dreamt this.
3: No, 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 <laughs> okay. no. I, I, I looked into I, it. I'm going
2: to look <laughs> it up now because I don't believe you.
3: <laughs> yep. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and there is, they all gather in Trafalgar Square and a UFO comes down with a dog in it and the dog is there to say, you've got to come with me. We put everyone to sleep because they're going to destroy the planet with nuclear weapons.
0: No, you're
3: having me on. There's no bots. This is, yeah, the dogs can. Yeah, this is all. Yeah, we saw what.
1: I I take it Disney didn't want to do this one. (laughs) No. Jennifer's looking up and shaking her head, so it looks
0: like you might. No, no, it's not loaded
3: yet. Um. But yeah, it's. I can't remember. It's called something like
2: Starlight Barking. That's it. 1967 yes. children's novel apparently
3: yeah there you go well wow. and that is actually the sequel to 101 Dalmatians
2: yeah that's what it says
3: 1967
2: tr- yeah and the original was in
0: 1956 novel the uh, 101 Dalmatians oh. mm, there you go well wow. Roswell happened between those two so yeah I guess that's what happened yeah cool excellent right so, so, yeah but, Thank you very much for
3: that. That's mental. Midsummer uh, murders, though. Have you seen the one where the woman kills her husband by, cat, by using a um, clay pigeon machine to fire bottles of wine at him? No. Oh, <laughs> ah, yeah. That's my favourite thing. Ever. I've li- that's literally all I've ever seen of Midsummer murders. <laughs> but it was like three in the afternoon. I idly turned the telly on, and there is a man pegged to the floor with croquet hoops. And uh, someone firing, yeah, his wine cellar at him to kill him.
2: Wow, I feel that oh. might be one of the later ones when they had to start, you know, scraping the bottom of the barrel with their uh, murders.
0: But, <laughs> I'll let you know if we get that far. Yeah.
4: thank you. I think yeah, that's
0: but... the way I'd like to go now. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, without further ado, um, let's find out. I've got a feeling I know the answer to this one.
1: Chris, how did you feel about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked me that, Lee. <laughs> <You laughs> <I, you crazy, laughs> like,
4: Chris,
1: no, I like—I really went into it, and I thought I'm gonna—I got to try. I'm gonna definitely not be predictable here. I've got to get everything I can out of it, and I currently have the feeling that the more I think about it, possibly the more I like it. Okay. However, it's gonna depend on some details. Okay. <laughs> right. So, so it totally wasn't a funny film. Yeah. No. And no. and I've got to be a bit careful here not no. to rush to the end because I would have said until the end. Yeah. When it got. It's
2: a bit silly, but not. Yeah. Yes,
1: definitely silly is a word I might use. Um, but yeah, I, there's a few blanks that I need filled in. Um, so. So. It wasn't based on a true story, was it? No. Okay. It's based based around Ed Gein.
3: Who? A a guy called Ed Gein. He was a uh, guy in Wisconsin who got... Basically, he killed his mother and then another lady who came round to visit his mother um, gutted them like deer and hung them from the... uh, uh, like bone, the, the, oh, okay. yeah. Um, and when the police came round and arrested him, they found out that he'd been robbing graves for years mm. and he'd made things out of the bodies. So he yeah. had okay. skull bowls that he ate from, like soup bowls, um, and uh, lampshades made out of people's skin.
1: And uh, things, so he basically, yeah, yeah upholstered. Now, that out. arguably, that's quite creative. He could have gone far in the right industry. So, if
0: it right had been about, and it's he could recycling. sell it. Yeah. Absolutely, sell a belt made of yeah. female nipples that had all been sewn <laughs> together it was one of the other things they found that he had. Mm. Then, yeah, he was just Etsy before his time, really.
3: Well, it's, you know, it's, it's, we've all been told that we've, we shouldn't agree with fast fashion, and you know, we need to, we need to repair and learn to sew repair and learn to sew your mother's skin and wear it yes.
2: <laughs> <Why not? laughs>
3: you know this is all this is all things that Ed Geing did so there it's very it's kind of Toby Hooper was told the stories as a kid of Ed Geing mm. and kind of his extrapolation of that sort of thing
1: okay so yeah because you normally I would have thought grave robbing would be to get valuables I suppose but,
0: yeah rather than the actual bodies themselves I yeah. Think, yeah the majority of it was
1: looking for jewelry and that type of thing mm. okay but but yeah so so i wasn't sure because of the way they started it with the the text coming up and yeah. the narrator saying it. It was like okay and they obviously they didn't say it's based on a true story, so i figured it's probably not exactly but obviously like you say it was some similarity there
3: just In- mm. interestingly enough though It is not a any movie can say at the beginning that this is a true story. There's no legal, um, there's no legal precedent for it. Mm. Uh, In fact, most of the Coen brothers' films, I think, have that as an Mm. opening. Yeah, I think they
0: all
3: do. Yeah, because famously, there was the girl who watched Fargo and believed there was money Mm, uh, buried out in Alaska, went out there and just died, yeah, died Mm. of exposure. So, yeah, there's no there's no sort of statute in that sense that you have to say this, is, you can't say this. Yeah.
1: So even if you say it's based on real events, it doesn't have to yeah. be real events mm, either. I okay. agree. But, yeah, so, so essentially it wasn't a family who all orchestrate killings in order no, to eat people. But
3: he did, he, I think he also based it on, there's uh the Bloody Benders... Which is the Bender family of Texas. And they were a, they ran like a a sort of hotel or like an inn, basically. And, but they had a curtain and a killing floor. And basically, you'd be sat at the head of the table for dinner with your back to the curtain. And while you were eating, one of them would be behind there with a sledgehammer, stove your head in, and then they just got rid of your body and nicked your valuables and stuff like that. Mm. And that was okay. that was an actual, that was a family. Mm. So I think mm. he also that, that sort of plays into it as well. A lot of it's sort of like yeah. T- Texan sort of Midwest myth, not mythology, but like sort of, um, because the bloody benders, that was sort of, um, pioneer sort
1: of times, mm. you know? Okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, so I suppose the start. Yeah. So I thought that was okay. Um, and it, i guess it's old enough that it's it wasn't into the action quickly mm-hmm. so it it is a big build up for over half the film of the five friends who they all seemed a bit um
2: annoying <laughs> yeah yeah like
1: you know you didn't really like any of them and, and obviously you're trying to work out who is is are any of them heroes or any of you know what's what are their roles because obviously in
2: not really well, in, in
1: slasher films or you know you you got certain roles they play stereotypes but yeah and um, so Franklin was extremely annoying but uh, to yeah. be honest uh, for a lot of it I thought it was going to be him that got turned into a killer somehow, and I was thinking well, well, that seems yeah. unlikely because it's a bit difficult to kill people in a wheelchair right but or but you the way bite the your legs. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But, but the way that obviously he was the one that got cut he, he wasn't getting helped um, he was hating the whole thing and it, and but the way that he was thinking so deeply about you know this guy who came in there and cut him and is he chasing them and you know what does it mean and talking about the uh, the stars um, was it retrograde yeah. Saturn and yeah and so you know, it's like okay something weird going on with him obviously it didn't turn out to be the case but but is that, um, that
2: trap that, you know, someone new watching it, because obviously I've watched it a lot yeah. before this, that you fall into, you know, where the film tries to make you think, yeah, who is it that's going to be killing or killed? And you think it's the weird guy. And then, of yeah. course, they go to the house that all seems very normal. And you're almost not expecting it. Or were you by that
1: Wait, time? wait, which house was normal?
2: Well, their house. And, t- like, from the outside, it's all just a, Yeah, so a their house, house is
3: yeah. yeah absolutely and, and when, you, when you walk and they film they film it in that sort of summery sort of haze yeah, and it's that's like it. you just see... of sunflowers yeah
2: these are nice neighbours and even mm. the skulls on the wall when he first sees them again they're quite decoratively arranged
3: Yes, yeah, it's you a know, bit like yeah. hunting trophies or something you might yes. be it's good priced but it's not
2: and, and it's not until that first murder that you then obviously get to see the horror of the other room and then you realise mm. so mm. I don't know if that fools you as it were
3: yeah,
1: um, one that
4: thing,
1: thing that did. Mm. No, go on. <laughs> uh, I the the red colour mm. stood out so much and of the generator at first, mm. and mm. then at the end the truck and I just for some reason I don't know why that colour stood out so much. Um, the really problems, there's, a, there's
3: not much blood in the film. No, mm. there is a lot of red in the film. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if that's a design to sort yeah. of. Put that there. I don't know. Um, well, but it's I
0: don't you know, like... it's, it's what catches you off guard. The, the, the whole colour yeah. palette on all of this. <coughs> excuse me. Is that really seventies washed out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as you say, the and then when you do see things like like that engine, the, the, um, the generator and stuff. Again, back and, and that's it. So it goes from that really washed out to, like you say, that really bright, hazy, and that's the thing. So you go, you're watching it. It's grainy, it's nasty, it's unpleasant, mm. and then all of a sudden, it's beautiful sunshine and everything's beautifully painted, yeah. and the outside of the house looks lovely. And that's why you almost relax to such a degree. Mm. And then when he just comes out of that doorway, and it's that <laughs> thunk because he gets hit in the head with that yeah. club hammer, it's just mm. out of nowhere and horrible. It's fantastic. <laughs>
3: Well, just to give you an insight, um, they didn't let anyone see Leatherface until they were shooting the scene. Mm.
2: Oh,
3: right. So when he comes out, because they knew what was going to happen is someone was going to come out and hit them and Mm. they would fall down. But the details are
1: important here.
3: Yeah, they didn't Uh... bother telling (sighs) him it was going to be like a fucking... Like six foot seven guy with a fuck with <laughs> someone else's face sewn <laughs> together on his. Um, but I think going back to what you were saying about when you're trying to work out who's going to be what, it's hmm. weird because I think you're you're in, in a time sense, this is the year zero bit of slasher movies,
4: hmm. yeah. It, so kind I'm of trying the to mind a little so bit. Like, you're yeah.
3: thinking in terms of who's the jock, who's the stoner, mm. who's the, yeah. who's the whatever, you know, who's the smart one, mm. but none of them are. They're yeah. just, they're just a collection they're of people, just a group of, yeah, yeah. But and literally, the only thing that sort of sticks to slasher film protocol is having a final girl. Mm. Mm. Okay, yeah. But even then, there's nothing in what happens with Sally's character to give you that sense that she would be the final girl. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. not really strong or, she,
2: or brave or anything. They're about. either strong
3: or virginal. No. It <laughs> tends to be one or the other. Mm-hmm. But in this, I don't... I, and I like I like the fact that it is just... It's a group of people. Franklin's mm. a prick. <laughs> that's, that's what you need to know more than... And I mean, let's face it they get the warning and this is my point don't go walking around in other folks property some folks don't like it yeah and they don't mind showing it
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> and literally i mean the first guy you find have you ever gone into a house when you found if you found the door open or would yeah, you? no. Like, <laughs> if it's if, if it's you're going around your mum's maybe but a total fucking stranger's place. Like you're, you're not local or anything. But, but,
1: but wait, is this is this um, Britain talking versus Texas? Yeah, oh, Texas yeah. even more so because the fuckers. Well, yeah. I'd be tempted to agree. But of <laughs> but it's yeah.
2: time, That was probably more the thing, wasn't it? Doors. It like, may like, have been. Perhaps. Yeah, I
0: don't know.
1: But we have learned our lesson. Yes. Yeah, and
0: that's oh, why yeah. people don't do it anymore.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, also, certainly that won't be doing it again.
0: It's, it's also why you don't pick up an inch uh, hitchhiker looks like fucking Anthony yeah. Kiedis from Red Hot Chili Peppers. I know, <laughs> oh, oh, Hitch- he's, <laughs> so he's So mean, So <laughs> mean. He does. He's got terrible wear. He's got bits. in mouth. It's him. It's just him all over.
3: Um, frankly, it's actually for the fear of it being Anthony Kiedis. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's more the fact that you've got Anthony Kiedis in the car. He starts talking, and you're like, "Where the fuck am I going to get rid of this body?" Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he ain't leaving this car alive. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a lot in it that's it like that really disarms you, and it's weird because it was something that I've only really picked. I really really picked up on this watch mm. is how much it disarms you that they go to their family like home Mm. and as Claire said they're meant to have been away for what six years Mm. the Texas heat is really quite brutal on (laughs) us. it's been burnt out since the Victorian era Mm. but yeah I mean but that is the scary house yeah Mm. and they make a big thing about the daddy long legs in the corner and stuff like that (laughs) which is just and there's a lot really uh, about Mm. it which I like and then they go over to the other house and you would be lulled into the full sense of security of like, because there's nothing, it's not a haunted house yeah, it is no. inside because that's where like you go around anyone's house. Anyone's house is a reflection of their personality and their internal person. Hmm. The exterior probably won't do that because there's hmm. only so much you can do. So they've got this lovely, very well maintained big property mm-hmm. with, Beautiful garden and everything else like that, and you go in and it's hell. Yeah, but it's yeah, and I but I do think that they there's two things that really lull you. One is the house, and the second is the
1: cook. Um, Right. So I was going to talk about him a little hmm. bit because uh, he that I think at that point when he attacked the girl and. He's driving her back is where I really started to think okay, the psychology of these people is quite interesting because he was flipping between his uh, customer service representative mm-hmm. voice, where he knows he has to do that to lull people into a sense of this is all fine, you know, but then the excitement of just bashing her a bit. And he's like, he just he loves it to just bash her a bit more. I love it, but then he's like, oh, "No, it's all fine. Don't worry. I'm I gonna have a nice how time." Funny
0: that scene is like he yeah. he has got yeah, like you say, he's got that childish glee when he's yeah. stabbing her with that broom handle. Yeah, and yeah, he keeps stopping and saying, "It's all right. Don't worry." Have yeah, panic. Everything. When it's, and it's, then it's he definitely not all right. And stabbing again. Yeah, <laughs> the, the thing
3: fantastic. is well, again, it's one of those things. There's a lot in this film because I mean, there's there's obvious there's obviously scary shit mm, you know, yeah Leatherface's first appearance people being mm. hung on hooks they're all things yeah. yeah, that sort was... of relate as sort of like you know that's going to be horrible but weirdly enough someone just started smacking you with a broom that fucking hurt yeah do mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean you are just sort of suddenly <laughs> out of the blue a, tum, tum, mm. and like starts twatting you with the broom and you're being like a bit sort of you know the, the, co- the sort of disassociation that you've already got going on is completely um, sort what of snapped say, into sharp relief with that
0: Well I he think he's perfectly calm like he is there to help her until he <laughs> suddenly turns up with a second rope yeah and it doesn't yeah. take long for you to suddenly go oh shit no this isn't going where well. yeah. I thought it was going <laughs> out. and it, it turns so oh, it was the, it was the, forgot the barbecue forgotten that, forgot that. and
2: yeah you believe in him being a nice bloke
1: <laughs> yeah but <laughs> so when we'd seen him earlier <laughs> mm. so he, he did like he had a little bit of a you know, this least something a little bit strange here, but, you know, that could just be normal. But, yeah, and, and the way it was like, I bought some barbecue, or, like, come and have some barbecue, and then he's bought some, and they're eating it. It's like, is that normal barbecue? Yeah, <laughs> <such> <laughs> like... frankly, and, and quite quite frankly, it is clear to
3: me that they have decided that Franklin is eating a dick. <laughs> yeah. When he comes out of the thing, he's just got yeah. a sausage yeah. it's hanging a little out with a bloody cigar. It's like, yeah. they've just decided, yeah, let's just give franklin a dick because he's one <laughs> but, but i think yeah jim seedell who plays that character because mm. he's totally he's kind of innocuous the first time mm. so he's not really you know it's not the sort of proper like the harbinger in cabin in the woods yeah mm. you know the overtly yeah freak the yeah guy runs the gas station he's like hostile whereas he's just like yeah, seems alright, so, doesn't he? Quite yes. friendly, mm-hmm. bit of a salesman for his own barbecue and just yeah. But he doesn't get too into the plot in a weird way. Um and then when she goes back there, you almost you, you kind of almost expect him to get killed because that's how that yeah, narrative really goes. Yeah. it'd be like no you're all right I'll come around and help you yeah. he opens the door leather face fucking yeah. chains in the exactly. arms you know, that's what I
2: was expecting
3: <laughs> yeah and then he turns and then obviously the hitchhiker turns up as well hmm. mm. um and but that's the thing that that is that's where to me it's the family interactions that are fun yeah and I was gonna say the family dynamic becomes
1: yeah. fascinating mm.
3: my favourite mm. line in the whole film is look what your brother did to the door <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and And that's the thing as well is like the character of Leatherface leatherface has this is leatherface's shittest day as well,
4: yeah mm.
3: you know because he's clearly not you know he's clearly you know he's clearly got like mental incapacity
4: mm.
3: and there's a bit where he sits and puts his head in his hands a bit and sort of like yeah and he's like, like yeah.
1: Where he's like almost like
3: where the hell fucking coming What's, from? What's going yeah. On? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but then but then he thinks about all the food they've got coming.
3: Yeah. and he's you know he's doing his he's doing his best. Mm-hmm. Um, also, and this is something that I really looked out for on on this watch as well is he does have a different, he's got three different masks. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Um, there's the killing mask, which is obviously the one he's wearing first. And then there's like an old woman mask. And then there's the, it's dinner. So I'm going to be dressed up as a pretty lady. Um, like,
2: yeah. shadow on. Yeah.
1: Um, because uh, yeah, I was going to say, there's not many females in this family.
2: No, you no. wonder
1: almost oh,
0: where
3: they like, yeah. went, the, uh, yeah. the mothers, but yeah. They're still upstairs in a rocking chair, we saw it. The grandmother yeah. is, yeah. but yeah. That's, that's the, the art director, Robert Burns, um, he actually did that off his own back, in that he said there were no women in the family. Mm-hmm. So he was like, so I just built it. Uh, I built Grandma and put her up there, so it was like you, you could at least see where they'd come from. Yeah. A grandpa as well I mean that's 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 an attractive figure of a man oh, that's
2: horrible. but again that sort of sadness when they're trying to get him to kill her and he yeah. can't manage it and you yeah. always like you don't quite feel sorry for him but you almost do don't you in that sort of like mm. oh why they keep making him do it and oh yeah but
3: he's, he's alive well not only that but that's another one of those ones where it's like he does hit her with the hammer mm. just not very well but, but not yeah. with it. Real false, but it again it, it does still yeah. yeah, You know, it's really that last yeah. scene, dinner sequence really it ramps in. There is the funny stuff because mm-hmm. like grandpa not being able to kill him anymore, it's quite comedic, you know, it's darkly comedic, shall we say. But also Toby Hooper said that when she wakes up and screams and they're all going, Oh
4: screaming along with the
3: red he said that was inspired by growing up with brothers and sisters. Yeah, you mean it,
2: don't you, straight
4: away,
3: yeah. And he, was like, he said, yeah, I'll just be set at the t-, you know, you sit at the table crying, what's everyone else going to do? Oh, you're baby, baby. And, um, yeah. yeah, and, you know, the, like he said, that's the, there's part of the... The sort of horror of it is it's like mm. recalling when you were a kid at the dinner table.
2: they're yeah. almost your normal <laughs> dysfunctional family
3: Je- yeah. jennifer would have never done anything like that
2: no no no, no, no. <laughs> but again,
3: uh, stuff, stuff like powdered glass razor blades in the <laughs> <laughs> It's took a real took a real edge
4: duality
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, right. of
0: father figure as well again you know like you can see that um Uh, Leatherface and his brother are are taking pleasure in tormenting us,
1: and he's like Mm, no
0: no if you're going to do it, do it that's fine, I don't want you to take pleasure in it, this is wrong until he starts but
3: leaving he does. Family, give grandpa the
1: hammer then he starts yeah, laughing yeah, and it. doing that childish grin <laughs> yeah. that he was when he yeah. hitting her <laughs> which he back. he tries to keep down but mm. yeah it's
3: he's try, he's the one who as far as he's concerned he's better than these two yeah yeah, but it's he right, is
2: you and uh, Adam will be doing Chris you know when you're disciplining your children oh so you want to go in the other room and just laugh out loud you know like whatever <laughs> yeah. they've done it's hilarious, but I have to be sensible
4: now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, part of me thought that. Is that why they're like this? Because he's got that nasty streak that he tries mm. to hide. But maybe yeah. because he doesn't... He's been like that. Enough, yeah. They're like, oh, if I do it, he'll just end up laughing. So I'll just do yeah. what I want. And that's yeah. But also,
1: also, he does abuse them. Like, so, yeah. you know, he's, he's hit them all their lives. Mm-hmm. And so oh, yes, they, they've obviously taken damage. that on. Yeah. That's the thing. is, Leatherface could fucking tear him apart.
3: Mm. yeah but yeah. you know i mean that bit of leatherface they even gave they even gave him dialogue so when he's mm. whimpering to mm. um to the older brother mm. he was a, that was lines that he had there was a point to it It was a bit like um chewbacca had lines in uh star yeah. wars
4: yeah.
3: but mm. they just overdubbed it with noise mm. so everyone else could sort of interact with it so yeah,
4: yeah.
3: and but there's a lot. I don't know. A lot of what I love about it, I have to say, is it's first of all, it's definitely the first. So, and that gives you that that takes away any of that security mm. of like, sort of, well, you know, well, she's she's had sex, she's clearly going to get killed, or whatever mm. the you know premise of the thing is. Whereas this it's, this has that same this has the right feeling that that situation would have of this is fucked up but there's nothing i can do about it yeah you know yeah, which is those rules, uh, rules well, it's absolutely it's terrifying just, yeah you mm-hmm. know because it's like it's that thi- i think actually weirdly enough because it's like an inspir- one of the things that this inspired but it's like we said with house of a thousand corpses it's just that thing of well, this is against the law and this shouldn't happen. It's like, yeah. I don't think so they
2: prepared. give a fuck. Yeah. 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 It reminds is- me so much of House of the Thousand Corpses, And obviously, this is where Rob Zombie has taken it from. Yeah. But impressive that this is such a different film to that, despite having similarities. But, mm-hmm. you know, both films are very good in different ways.
0: I think House for a Thousand Corks is obviously is very stylized and does yeah. look like a Rob's. Mm. Music. And the thing that always gets me with this, no matter how many times I see it, is just how horrible it looks. The washed out grain, yeah. all the shots are done at really weird angles, and there's loads of like all that super close up stuff of Orion stuff. And oh, that's freaking yeah. um, and again, that's it's freaking
3: out. And the that's the thing, it's, it's, it's actually, I mean, he's a. Toby Hooper's a really good fucking director. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. And, Incredible, But but in this, he uses that exclusively to rank up the tension.
2: Definitely, mm. yeah.
3: You know, I mean, like like you say, like the stuff of her eye. Mm. You know, I mean, that's you know that's not that easy to sort of achieve, mm. especially like on a low budget. But I mean, everything is, yeah, it's it's something that again, the title tends to sort of tear away from mm. is that you expect it to be a lot more exploitation <laughs> yeah, rather yeah. than art it's very arty real yeah. but yeah and i mean it's, also i have to obsess about the score for a minute We're
0: just about to say as well yeah. with the with the strange shots as well yeah mm. like the score for this is
3: just another it is. level
2: it's i think yeah. you've got the soundtrack adam haven't you
3: I've got the soundtrack and I will, I will say The and this is not, this is not in any way in a psychotic sense, but actually in a sort of, or possibly not from my point of view anyway. You're going to sleep uh, music. No, I, I use it at work a lot. Okay. Like I, put, I put it on, I put it on the headphones and it's just there and oh God, it's like, it, it's really sort of, it centers me, puts mm-hmm. me in a very sort of, you know.
2: Does it make you want to kill your colleagues?
3: Weirdly enough, I think it might be preventing that. Reduces, yes. Yeah. (laughs) It it takes me to a much calmer place. (laughs) Um, But a lot of, but I mean, it's. They still haven't revealed properly how they do that noise at the beginning.
0: Oh, with the light bulbs. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That is horrible. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely horrific.
3: But like Wayne Bell has said that he can actually do that noise quite easily, but he's. He said, I'll, I'm going to try and take it to my grave just because <laughs> it should be, you know, an, enough people have not asked secret. me how to do it and I'm not telling them. Mm. A...
0: I think it's one of those things, it works perfectly in this because you've never seen it anywhere else, where if it was like, like you say, the sound, you know, where like the thing now is as soon as anything supernatural is happening, you have that sound of cicadas like wings and like, yes. and it's just so overused on absolutely everything.
3: Um, or like low frequency rumble.
4: Yeah.
0: In action
3: and think- movies is <laughs> just suddenly in there, so. yeah. but yeah, yeah, and but the majority of it is either there's bits of percussion, um, there's a lot of children's toys.
4: Oh. which,
3: mm-hmm. is, which um, but the majority of it is recordings of a chainsaw. And mm. slowed and warped and distorted and played backwards and stuff like that. Oh, so right. a lot of that stuff that's where
1: it's
3: that's actually just a chainsaw, mm. like slowed down by like 30, 40%. Nice. Just so it creates, again, it, and again, it's stuff that you've never heard. So it's unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think, I think the key sequence is the bone room. Yeah. When she falls into the room, And there's a chicken in a Mm birdcage and, you know, the skull sofa and Mm -hmm. lamps and everything else like that. And the best, the best touch feathers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause 'cause suddenly that room's wheezy. Yeah. Yeah,
0: They're stuck into everything and yeah, it's it's keeping all the dust in. Yeah. It's just horrible. This is Lee's
2: favor of ducks. This is where it comes from.
3: (laughs) I I think it's that, but, Again, you know, the, what they did, I mean, I th- and again, this is like we said with The Exorcist. I think a powerful film um, has something going on behind it that bleeds into the film. Mm. In The Exorcist, it was the fact that William Freakin's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> with, and with this, it's probably very much the same with Toby Hooper. Mm. But, mm. so all that stuff that you see, all the bones and everything, they basically went to a vet. And said, Can, You know, you're disposing of animals in a crematorium Can we have them? <laughs> and they went to the butcher's shops and things. They didn't have the money to sort of manufacture any of this stuff. Mm. So all the things that you see are genuine. And they said that, you know, they had bones with bits of meat still on them and everything else like that. And that place stank to high heaven. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's funny, but you get just from watching it, that was what I got. When she lands in there and she's got that look of shock. In my mm-hmm. mind, as you say, everything looks horrible, but in my mind, it I just remember it, thinking <laughs> that must stink mm-hmm. so yeah. badly. Above everything that's visually happening and all that horrible score that they put on, all I kept thinking is in that heat in the middle of Texas in the summer, that has got to make you gag that Yeah,
2: See, and that's interesting. I didn't think that at all, but it shows how it works on all those levels. So if you're yeah. a sort of person that you know thinks
4: about the smell or the sound yeah. or the visuals, it, it just, all works yeah, yeah.
3: It yeah, it works on a sensory level, mm. but and I think actually that's that's something as well is that obviously so you've got a house full of meat and bones and everything, and it was what they described in the documentary that I watched as a Texas heat wave. Cool. So if Texans yeah. have noticed, it's hot.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Basically, so, like, and this is the example. The dinner sequence, I think they filmed it over the best part of 30 hours. The guy who plays Grandpa, they only had him scheduled for one day and they only had enough makeup to do him up once. Yeah. So, yeah, so...
2: So he was so they were stuck in that had to uh, film
3: all that sequence 8
2: hours of... over
3: that sort of period of time now because it's set at night they're filming during the day so they've got blackout curtains over all the windows mm-hmm. they reckon that the the sort of crew seem to have all hit upon they reckon it was about 120 degrees fahrenheit in that room with your, with the lights and with yeah. you know like furniture made out of rotten buns oh, and God. meat on the table and everything um yeah and that's so f- for us that's around 50 degrees centigrade
4: Shit.
3: that you're sat in that room yeah. with all that going on people were leaving the room to throw up and come mm. back in
0: so wow. Gunnar Hansen is also, as you can see in that picture behind you, wearing a great big jacket and a full face mask. Like, that must have The just... guy
3: who's playing Grandpa, who's a guy about 25, yeah. has, like, the full prosthetic stuck to yeah, him and so a full suit horrible. on. Like a full oh. back and, also, and you're like, oh, God. And, yeah, it comes out yeah. because everyone looks tortured. It wouldn't be allowed it? now, would it? It'd be like
2: no health and safety. You've got happy oh, face on on, and uh...
3: <laughs> and I think actually that and what what also I think the the other main takeaway from this for me the, this watch this time, there's only one person in this film with any fucking sense, and that is the bloke who's driving the truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so exactly.
1: you, you've gone yeah. to the end. I was oh. looking forward to Sorry. this. Go on, Chris sorry Chris so, i I just got to say I did not expect the girl to get away at the end oh really <laughs> I, I thought she was going to get it is and that, it was close several oh, times it was very close is that from House with Thousand Corpses where you think he has got away and then she
2: has it
1: hasn't. could be yeah. yeah but yeah so I kind I did actually kind of like the fact that she did but then I was like hold on who's driving her yeah. And it, was it about to suddenly go wrong again? But no, so that was good. But yeah, that that last sequence was funny. well um, didn't. And truck yeah,
2: it, driver not stay in his truck <laughs> and let her in, and they both jumped well,
1: out the other side. What? But, the, but I kind of thought they had done that, where people don't necessarily do what you really think they should do. You know, they probably do do things that we yeah, really do And, and after you're like, both. "Why did I do
3: that?" That was yeah. dumb.
1: Like, how many how many
3: people can you count without a mask every day? <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's on a similar level, really. But I think, yeah, that I no, I think that that he's the only one who's got any sense because he like starts getting out the cab to help her, and then he's like, like, (laughs) he leaps back in, and (laughs) they go out the other side, and he just he keeps running.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, I
3: sort of thought, why did he stop driving though? But you know, it's because he's got the isn't because isn't it him who hits the
1: hitchhiker? The
2: big truck,
1: yeah, yeah. So he's yeah, got yeah. He's got hitchhiker up his Oh, no, sorry, sorry. No, when he when he gets back in, I thought she gets him, oh, yes. in. Oh, yes. And then, yeah, just yes. stop driving. Like, oh, but maybe he comes out the other side, you know, the
2: lorry driver. Yeah, but,
1: yeah, I didn't know why he got out the other side.
2: No, no, yeah.
1: I think it's because Leatherface is just... He's using a chainsaw
3: on the on side. of at the
1: door, yeah. Yeah, maybe. That's fair. Actually,
3: there's, a, there's a fun fact to notice as well. The only person you actually see get
1: cut with a chainsaw is Leatherface.
4: Mm,
1: uh, yeah, because yeah, you, you don't actually see the cutting when he's using it. Yeah, yeah. And the only person, the only other
3: per- the person who gets killed with it's Franklin. You don't mm. see that
2: at all either, do you? Yeah. Totally
3: yeah, you just be that
1: sort of like I'm yeah. un- lit with torches and stuff like that. Yeah. I, did, I <laughs> think the choice to see it land on Leverface was quite funny.
3: Yes, apparently though that um, that was another example of uh, brilliance where um, they put a metal plate on Gunnar Hansen's thigh and a bit of meat mm. on top of it. Yeah. That's right with the chainsaw and then the chainsaw was, like heated up the metal and burnt his leg. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oops. So, so the screaming was real?
3: I think so. Sorry. But I think, yeah, and apparently, I mean, the reason that they, I mean, it's a very, it's a bloodless film for what it is.
4: Mm.
3: But apparently, and this, this made my jaw drop. Uh, apparently, because Toby Hooper thought he could get like a PG thirteen. <laughs> what one
0: of the most horrific, horrific films to? I think this <laughs> is the most horrific film we've ever covered, um, and it's one of the most horrific films that I can still enjoy.
2: But I don't think teenagers I... think so because it's not blood and gore. So I think it is for us because we can genuinely think, "Oh my god, this is a family slaughtering people." But I'm not sure that younger kids. Watching it would we'll think of it in that way. Yeah, you no, know, I
1: think what makes it hmm. less horrific is that they're all mentally deficient mm. in different ways or possibly in similar ways. So it's like, it's not, they're not sort of evil, they're just all childish and
0: silly.
1: That you know, yeah, a bit, messed up. Yeah, well, yeah, may, yeah, if may, they were malicious,
0: it's the fact mm. that they are just, they're so unpredictable. And as you say, the fact that they are all mentally deficient, it's like, They've got no boundaries, they will do anything, and they've just and the fact that they're all like egging each other on to do it as well like it just
1: you're in their world, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in theory, that means that they probably would be caught by police. <laughs> now, what might make it more if it is why are there are no police there, you know, investigating this? Well, uh, obviously, our next movie to cover will be Texas Chancellor
3: Massacre 2, um. and with that, you will see. Both a result of um, what what becomes of the people uh, of
1: the family after. So is, is it? Does it follow on from this point? It,
3: it does, but not in a. It, it, I don't know. It does, but not. It's not you're following the family. You're following someone else. Mm, okay. But, ah. And in relation to the family, so it, okay. but it does follow on. So you see, there so they end up. Um, they're, they're basically, without giving too many spoilers away, they're not at the house anymore, mm, presumably because they've had to go on the run. So <laughs> following uh, <laughs> Sally actually making it out alive. So yeah. They have
0: a cruise ship somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> going yes. towards the Bahamas.
4: Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Space. Yes.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, they nearly got to that level because obviously what I was going to say, I'll, we'll talk about like how the franchise worked when we do number two, really. Um, but one of them was called Texas Chainsaw Massacre The Next Generation. Ooh,
0: <laughs> we watched that, um, is. we watched, we for some reason I can't remember. Oh, we watched Killer Joe, and then
3: oh, and we, you were looking for Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> we were. yes,
0: um, Lee was looking for him, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was, um, and then we watched Texas. So it's funny. So we were watching this, and Jennifer said. What was it we watched recently that was a bit like this? like there were some people and their car had broken down and they would they've gone to a house where they thought they was and I was like, it was the Texas Chainsaw
3: Massacre Next Generation. Ah. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs>
2: yeah. I could see what they were doing then. <laughs> with, with,
3: with Renny Zellweger and yes. also just the weirdest thing, I'd like you say, it is just a literal remake of this. But
2: yeah.
0: in a bad way. But shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> uh, but in, but it, it's funny because it's this, and then it throws in that whole government conspiracy ending in the last five minutes, and you go, what yeah. the hell? What Government I,
3: I refer you back to split seconds. That was probably the only thing that wasn't in there from, like, 90s tropes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>.
3: Government conspiracy. <laughs> now, fun, funnily enough, we were talking, uh, obviously, Claire watched it, uh, mm-hmm. I, think, I think the best summing up that she, well, I got from Claire was: "Is well, should we watch the documentary? I think I've heard enough screaming for the <laughs> end." <evening. laughs> <laughs> but it, I think Claire said it's it's kind of an it's an exercise in sort of relentless tension, really, yeah. more than anything. Oh, um, but funnily enough, we was, we were talking to her mum, and her mum had seen it, like hmm. when it came out, basically. Ah. Mm -hmm. and it's interesting to note her thing was she was then terrified of being hung from a hook
1: yeah
3: (sighs) and it's like luckily that doesn't
1: happen very often but yeah yeah, i totally understand
3: someone someone, you're talking to someone what 40 odd years later Mm. because this is 74 Mm. yeah um and like immediately they're like oh yeah no that bit with the hook and you're like yeah it's it sticks with you
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you don't, and, and, like, you don't really see you I'm, don't really see much of that it's there yeah. i was trying to imagine how much it must hurt and and the fact you can't move but you mm. feel like you probably should be able to get yourself off it but you probably definitely yeah
3: hands up behind yeah you. it just yeah. and just muscles tearing and skin yeah yeah but uh
0: Yes. Uh, uh, we, we they said it
3: would have a noise. Mm. As you,
0: <laughs> oh, again, is that What I was about to say, again, the, the thing that's haunted me from this film always, and it's funny because it's always, whenever you see the horror movie clip films, it's always shown, and it's still, literally, it makes my ears, my shoulders come up to my ears every time. It's just the sound of that club hammer when he hits him in the head mm-hmm. with it. It's that solid like it's yes. a thunk so like you hear it's meaty and then it's solid as it reaches his skull like it's a real it's just such a perfect sound do you think they did it on a pig and got oh, that noise I don't mm. know. it just
4: makes know. me wince.
0: i mean the
3: thing the thing is with it is the sound design in every sense it's not just the music but the actual you know that like you say the foley on it when it's stuff like that that i mean or then you get the weirder abstract stuff where it's her screaming Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they sort of like start blurring out the red image and stuff like that yeah. <laughs> you know um and it's yeah there's there's a lot of work gone into this
4: mm.
3: <laughs> so uh but so chris uh
1: have we what have you anything else that you wanted to clarify um no i would say that has covered it and I, I do i definitely do like it better the night, so, like, I was expecting a more straightforward um, slasher with just a crazy guy with a chainsaw, mm. <laughs> as the title suggests, going around just killing people. You know, so yeah, I definitely was not expecting it to be a family like that. And, yes. Yeah, yeah, there was a, a lot more elements in it.
3: This was something that came up as well with when I was talking to Claire. As I said the one thing with it is obviously she's watched The Exorcist, she's watched The Shining, mm. and a lot of these films have been parodied
4: mm. Mm.
3: whereas Leatherface so, is, cult- yeah. is a cultural figure mm. and you'll probably see like a cartoon sketch of the Scooby-Doo gang go to Leatherface's because it's kind of what mm. happens in this film anyway um, but yeah it's never there's nothing that you can really tangibly take and parody necessarily without people having to know what you're talking about yeah Mm. and yeah so i don't so i think it's still quite fresh it's there's no obvious bit that has gone into the pop culture lexicon other than yeah well
1: amazingly the film had been mentioned throughout my life you Mm. know and i suppose mostly school age it probably was Mm. but um yeah, absolutely, for some reason, n- none of the details have been given away at all.
2: Did you say there's really not, not a happened, standout but... moment as such? Mm. Like having rewatched it now, I could tell you some, but until I rewatched it, I didn't, you know, none of it stood out as, oh, I'm ready for that bit. But yeah. when it happened, like it showed the clunk on the skull, hanging on the hook, and obviously him swinging the uh, chainsaw around at the end. Yes. Like, they're all iconic moments, but, yeah, none of it kind of, you know... I think the only image I'd seen
1: was, of it may have been the cover, where it's him holding up the chainsaw.
2: Yeah.
1: And so, yeah, that's... Yeah, and so I imagined that to be the majority of the film...
0: Yes. It isn't at all. Yeah. No. No. Well, yeah. No. And that's the thing. Like he's only. I think that's the thing. You you see him as the boogeyman of the movie, like the yeah, absolutely. Or whatever. Yeah. You don't mm. realize that he's just a part of the family. Yeah. He's just mm. one of the three, and they're all as bad as one another. Well, even Brad, mm. oh, some degree. We haven't <laughs> the
2: original name for it because I was just going to saying Oh yes. I was just thinking maybe it shouldn't have been called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Lee told me what it was going to be called.
0: So the original – it's funny because I mentioned it to Jennifer and she said, oh, is it like Maximum Overdrive? Is it mentioned in the film? And I went, no. And then it was. And I was like, oh, shit. See, I
2: know
0: these things. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so the original title of the film was going to be Head Cheese. Yeah. Um, Yeah, which kind of – it's funny because it wouldn't – there's something about Texas Chainsaw Massacre that just impacts you, whereas a film called Head Cheese – Probably might not
1: really. <laughs> or, yeah, although I, it kind of suits it more in a way
4: it
0: does. I, I,
3: wonder
1: if, <laughs> I wonder if that title this would have
3: a completely different reputation yeah this was called head cheese because it's then it feels like it's going to be in the midnight movie circuit along with like a <laughs> razor head yeah, like
0: precisely which is yeah. what it is really mm, it's a, yeah I do wonder how much of a difference just changing a title <laughs> yeah. genuinely yeah. makes to the feeling you get from a film
3: but it's basically you—you—you you, you gave them—you gave everyone a headline. Hmm. Yeah. That's what it is—the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That is a headline.
2: Well, you mm. think
1: everyone in Texas would watch it? Everyone with the yeah. chainsaw would watch it? everyone yeah. It's been a massacre. I mean, you know, it opens up a lot. <laughs> head cheese. People go, "What? What? what? Yeah. Who's yeah. like that? And probably
2: it head it
3: actually was would be also quite sort of. Oh, I'm Fucking not watching that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: no, but head cheese—he explains what it is,
1: doesn't he? So he, should... d- he does, but 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 he explains it. But is it actually a thing in in <laughs> our reality? Yeah, yeah. What there's actually a a meal. Is, you know, there is a real. <laughs> I I, I hate not to call it a delicacy,
3: um, but yeah, there is a, a product head cheese that you can <laughs> obtain.
0: Well, it's like goat's head soup, isn't
3: it? You just cut oh, a like goat's head up. off. Oh, so it looks like a it.
0: meatloaf. It's obviously an American thing.
3: <laughs> it does look like meatloaf. Yeah. It looks like meatloaf? Mm. And can I just say, it's it by the looks of it, it's also quite a lot of jelly. Yeah,
4: and yeah I'm yeah. not
3: really a meaty jelly fan. It,
4: it's a you, treat you meat on, jelly.
2: It's literally called a meat jelly. Often made with flesh from the head of a calf or pig, or less mm. commonly a sheep or cow. So yeah, it's it's basically meat jelly. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Which is great for a kid's party, but who <laughs>
2: <that>? <laughs> If you don't like the kid much. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is, that title wouldn't have worked for the subsequent films. Like that wouldn't have worked for Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. If it was called hey, hey, Head Cheese 2. or
2: Cheese. Extra strong cheese. <laughs> oh, I could go on a day with these. Vintage. Yeah, yes.
1: <laughs> Maturity. Le <Little, little
2: laughs> Fromage. <laughs> Head cheese in France.
3: <laughs> Head cheese extra mature. <laughs>
0: um <laughs> so work it'd be fine. Yeah, but no, I think you're right. I think the same film, different title, you've got a different mm. audience going to it and yeah. come away with something very different.
4: <laughs>
3: I think I think also, particularly in England, it became because it was banned for years mm. oh, like yeah. on, from video release. But it's like that is the title that a comedian would make up,
4: yeah.
3: for a horror film like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is so ridiculous mm. that and and it is the film that you you know everyone being like oh what's it like oh what's, I suppose it's like the bloody Texas Chase or Massacre or
4: something
3: from <laughs> yeah. people who've never seen it. Yeah, yeah. They, they know what it means from the title. Apparently. Why was
2: it banned? Was there a specific thing that they
3: didn't like? <laughs> it's horrible. It's oh, <laughs> I can't remember the, who the, the whole someone, film. Just, someone did use the term pornography of terror. Oh, um, I like that. But, but mainly, because that was the reason it was banned, is they said they couldn't cut anything because there was right. nothing specific they could remove. Mm. Like, yeah. oh, if we take There's out one level door. Yeah that takes mm. the impact off. Mm. It was literally, there's no, you know, it's, oh, we'll cut out all the, all the blood. There's no, no blood. Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: no.
3: yeah. We'll cut out all the obvious stabber. Yeah. I, I wonder if they'd actually know. had those yeah. in the
1: first place. Like say they'd had a few scenes with a load of gore in and then they're like, all right, cut that. Now, and now you can release it. Yeah. Like, the fact they didn't actually have it, it <laughs> into yeah. Just...
0: yeah I, I do remember in the nineties, I think it, yeah, it must've been late nineties. I think, um, mm. This had, no no so this had been banned for years <laughs> yeah um, mm. and then when it when they dropped the band on it the cinemas suddenly went oh fuck it let's just show it in all the cinemas so it had like mm. a massive re-cinema like mm. mm. yeah and it was great i remember seeing the posters up for texas chaser massacre in the late 90s showing it like mm. the Odeons and stuff
3: mm. yeah because because i'm i'm not sure i might be totally way off on this but this is just a, a memory that i sort of have is unfairly sure that it was shown everywhere, but like sort of central London, hmm. because there was a different, there was a problem with a different ban on it or something like that. Oh, like really? someone, so some, I think because someone had tried to show it at the cinema, and they'd blocked that, and weirdly enough, that was still in place. So it was like everywhere, but could show I the, Texas was the state bloody
0: Prince Charles. I
3: bet they were trying to show it. I bet they fucking were. Yeah.
0: Do you know but, what? This would be a film to go and see at the Prince Charles, like with yeah. that kind of festival, crazy, drunken, amusing audience. Yeah,
2: yeah. and until 1999, apparently. Yeah. 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 That's ridiculous.
1: Well, yeah. reckon that added to it, actually.
2: Oh, fact,
4: definitely. Yeah.
3: By The Exorcist. The Exorcist mm. banned until then. And yeah. it was basically what it was. Is you had there was uh, there's the BBFC, which is the British Board of Film Classification. And for years they had a guy ran it who ran it called James Furman, who was like, you know, when it was the nineties, so no one really had a proper villain to moan about. So yeah. James, James Furman sort of went went quite high up the list because he was basically cutting a lot of films and banning stuff. He banned um, Reservoir Dogs wasn't available on video mm. for years uh for like certainly after it came out you couldn't rent it uh badly right. t- a lot of stuff with harvey keitel probably because a lot of stuff's got harvey keitel's knob in it as well i don't know but you know but there was a lot of sort of stuff that he was either cutting it or he banned it or and stuff like texas Chainsaw or have been on the video nasties list as well mm. so it sort of was an extension from there uh, and then finally he retired and the new guy who took over basically the floodgates were open because it's like well he, he was a bit mental <laughs> so, well uh, mental not the right word but I think he would have definitely spent a lot of time agreeing with Mary Whitehouse Yes. so you know it's the thing of well I know what's better for people I can watch it what if we would show it to someone working class or a <laughs> minority what would happen then? It would be terrible. <laughs> Chaos in the streets.
2: Um, so, and, this says yes, it was so, the abnormal psychology
3: of it. That, uh, yes. Mm. And, mm, that's oh. what they, they basically yeah. said. It was like, we can't cut anything. No,
2: that's it. Yeah. And
3: also the only way to reduce the tension of this film is not to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no, you know, there's no let up or anything. And it's yeah. sort of, um, but, uh, yeah, yeah I mean, I. I, I video. Sorry?
2: 81 it was released on video, so I guess that's when um, people probably did the pass it around the school playground yeah, yeah. kind
3: of thing. Oh, definitely. Um, your, dad's, yeah. your dad must have it on Betamax somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we have got it on Betamax, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't have a
2: Betamax player anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Who does? <laughs> um,
0: yeah. okay. So I'm very keen for the next episode to see what
4: mm, Chris yes. make
0: TCM2 because. Yeah.
3: It couldn't be any less like this film. Really,
4: <laughs> this,
3: this is some, This is something that I really think I want to. And you know, this is this is entirely without having been to Texas. Mm. But in my head, these two films cover what my brain thinks Texas is. <laughs> yeah. And this is, and um, basically, I mean, like Toby Hooper said, you know, he grew up in. I think he grew up in Austin. And so it was like he was you know it was he was big city or whatever, you know, yeah. and then he said, "But you go to the more rural outskirts and it gets quite scary. Mm. definitely, this film is the bit of Texas that is the scary part <laughs> of people out there who really don't give a fuck and will happily fuck you up mm-hmm. and then episode number two, episode two, it's not Star Wars. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, part two is like the big city version of Texas, where it's just loud and fun
4: yeah.
0: and
3: over the top. And mm. yeah, and it's like, it's almost like someone said, can you do like a a tourist video via <laughs> horror that sums, up, <laughs> that sums up our state? And he sort of had to do it as a two-parter, where it was like, right, here's the scary end, and here's the entertaining bit. It's still fucking scary, but it's much, <laughs> it's a lot more fun. But so. it's Dennis Hopper and Bill Mosley. Like Ooh,
0: what, a, yeah. what a cast for nice. the next one. I can't wait. I've not seen this film in probably five or six years now. Um, and I do have such a fond memory of it, but it is one of those films. Again, like Never this say one. not much. No. Say too much. But like this one, I, I'll always remember the first time I ever saw that film.
3: Mm.
4: Um,
0: and where I was,
3: it was yeah, and, I think
0: Adam's lending it to me. On it, it was a um, I think we've discussed this on a previous episode. You lent me a VHS and it was Spider Baby, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, something else,
3: possibly. There was something else on there, I can't remember, but basically, it was like it was the House of a Thousand Corpses primer,
4: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: did <laughs> Sid Hagen Spider Baby and. Texas, Ch- um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Bill Moseley yeah. and they're the films that inspired Rob Zombie to do yeah. House of Thousand Corpses was essentially those two films so, maybe yeah. it's
2: his concert on the end bit of White Zombie maybe on there
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> cool um, right so let's wrap it up there um, we shall see you all next week uh, for Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre 2, which will be a totally different experience. Um, uh, it's incredible that it's from the same writer and director.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, it's just, a, yeah. I, I love it as much, but they couldn't be more diametrically opposed to
3: yeah. <laughs> it's it's weird, because also, because especially in my head, I always think to myself, well, Evil Dead 2, that's basically the comedy remake of Evil Dead 1. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, but if you want the really like is the are you sure this is the same bloke <laughs> <laughs> of yeah of these two it's going to be great.
4: <laughs> oh, well
0: I can't <laughs> wait then. Excellent. Right. So thanks so much for listening everybody. Um please comment below uh, or message us on Instagram. Uh don't forget to go and listen to Not For Everyone podcast. Um a, a quick hi to Alex, want to say hi to Alex caught up with hi me. Alex. So, welcome, Alex. Thanks very much. (laughs) Um, Yes, and we will see you next week for Texas Chaser Massacre 2. Good night. Night. Bye. Bye.
4: Oh, Oh, yep.